0: Hey guys, welcome to Rediscover You. I'm your host, M. Swain, and if you landed here today, it is 111% not an accident. It means you're ready to fall back in love with life and rediscover you. This juicy little podcast is here to tell you about my authentic story of how I awakened and to give you the full spectrum of a journey to self-rediscovery. My heart's desire is to give you access to the rather wild journey life has taken me on. Plus, to give you insights into all the tools, processing, and the holistic approach to healing I have discovered, which I know will help you begin to fall madly in love with life too. So let's get started. We are souls in bodies with minds. We are not our minds, we are not our bodies. In fact, if you begin to study the quantum atom, it is nothing but space. Why? Because everything is energy. Light reflections, densified space that swirls and reflects in billions of unique ways to reflect form. But at essence, everything is energy. I remember when I began my awakening journey in healing, so many downloads began to hit me about our purpose on this planet, how it all works, and the power of belief. In this podcast, I wanna share one of my first big channelings that came through that has been foundational to my own comprehension of life. It all began to come to me when I chose to heal my ovaries. So, a little history. A couple years ago, I was told I was infertile diagnosed with PCOS and would be stuck on birth control for life. My right ovary was super enlarged, and my left had completely shriveled up. I had cysts all over them, I had no bleed, and was in significant pain. It came to a point, though, when I began to understand that I wasn't my body, and as I allowed my mind to disidentify with my body, I began to be able to shift the energetic blocks that were manifesting within me. In short, guys, I literally changed the shape of my organs, healed an incurable illness and became fertile, orgasmic and completely regulated my bleed to the point where it now synchronizes with moon cycles all through energy healing and the power of my mind. Wild, right? (laughs) So Let's dive into what was flowing through me during those times, and I want to give you a few insights into some of the foundational thoughts I originally had as I was expanding my belief system. Healing my ovaries has led me to understanding the meaning of life. We are literally the most powerful beings, and we don't even see it. As humans, we have gotten so caught up in our mortality That we have forgotten our infinite purpose. I hit this revelation when I realized that I hold all my babies inside me already and I have done so since I was in the womb of my mother. It's funny because when I first started my healing journey last year, it was when my energy healer introduced me to the concept of a mother wound. Here I am, full circle, and and that concept has opened my eyes to a whole new revelation. Originally, understanding the mother wound helped me understand the genetic transference of trauma. As I form as an egg in my mother, she forms as a fetus inside her mother. The generational curses, the bloodlines, the genetic imprint, which are carried down generations through the mother. That's how the mother wound begins. Healing my mother wound started by realizing my mother was a mother with a mother wound. But then the journey to healing my own ovaries made me realize I needed to turn inward. I am already a mother because I am carrying my future children inside me. I began to realize the importance of my thoughts, my emotions, and my body's reactions to the environment I place it in because how I react to my environment is profoundly impacting the entire reproductive system and my little children that are already within me. In my quest to understand this further, it led me to epigenetics, the biology of belief. This states that as humans, we are not fully defined by our DNA, but rather, we are defined by how our cells and DNA respond to their environment. We are not hardwired for faith. We are constant reactions and reflections of our environment. Our environment is also a projection of what we choose to see. We see the outer world from our inner world, and our inner world is formed on unconscious mental scripts and narratives that form, shape, and determine how we behave and act. In that, though, so many of us walk around lost in our preconditioned, unconscious mindset and have completely lost our purpose. So many people sit and ask, what truly is the meaning of life? In all my reading, healing, and faith, I have tapped into the source of it and I feel now I'm beginning to truly understand. Here's how it works. We have three parts to us as beings. Firstly, our unconscious mind. That's the 95% of our brains that are based on neural pathways laid in and set by the time we are seven. And then we consistently build onto those as we get older. Secondly, we have our conscious mind which makes up 5%-ish, and is where we all have our free will and ability to choose. This is the part of mind where we think and perceive, and the part where we fight in ourselves the most. How many times have you wanted to change, but you just cannot? How many times have we all longed for happiness, but we remain miserable? That is your 5% conscious mind wanting the best, but it's fighting the 95% unconscious mind that is based on limiting beliefs that programmed us for survival and trauma response. But in all that, we forget our third part, our superconscious, or our spirit and soul. This is our energy center, and actually, the only reason I believe we're down here mind, body, soul, spirit. It is a process. We come from spirit. God, the greater consciousness, the source of all. We come into a body. A body is made up with trillions of cells and our brain, all of which form constant patterns, reactions and responses to our environment. These cells divine our health and also our neurological pathways in our brain forming our unconscious mind. Your mind body is quite literally that, your body speaking and communicating to and through your unconscious mind. Then we have our conscious mind, which is what all beings have to perceive the concept of our soul. And then we have our souls, our energy. Our souls are infinite, they are unique energy blueprints that enter into this world and leave this world and then perhaps come back again. Our soul's purpose is to purify our energy to pure love. We come back, go through all the layers of mortality, space, and time again and again to fulfill our purpose, to become love, to understand the soul as energy. Look Look at it from the form of absolute science. Energy can neither be created nor destroyed. Consequently, the energy associated with our identity does not disappear at death. We somehow come back. We shift, we transmute. This is the issue so many humans are quite literally switched off to. They function from a place of the unconscious mind. We live with limiting beliefs, past patterns of behavior, and project our worldviews out there into a world constantly. The worst is most of our worldviews are based from a place of fear and separation from the other. Some of us are recognizing that and getting more self-awareness. Self-awareness is when you can recognize your unconscious mind or your ego and be a witness to it and then begin to rewrite your mental scripts to align with your true authentic self. You begin to heal yourself through love and acceptance. That rewriting process moves you into a place of love because you can recognize your reactions and you honor and validate your emotions by allowing them. And you can investigate them in your body and then nurture them By speaking a new truth. Just this has profoundly impacted the change on many human psyches and health, mine included. But we still seem to miss the most important part, our spirits, our souls. Eternity is written into the heart of man. That scripture always challenged me, but it rang true. Because if it was not written into our hearts, we would not even have a discussion around it. Which has led me to the conclusion that we are all faith-based creatures. Whether you believe there is a God or no God, that belief is based on faith because you do not know. In that lack of knowledge, you have had to consider that there may be life after death, a creator or a purpose to come back to your own conclusion. With no real proof, it is your faith and your beliefs. So many people say they do not have faith, but trust me babes, you do. You're just living in disillusionment. Think about it. You have never met or seen half the people you believe are alive or feel about. From history books to movies, even to family members. As humans, our brain has programmed millions of brain pathways based on stories that we have interpreted as truth and based our lives around faith-based beliefs. We feel deep emotions about mass tragedies, stories we have been told and ideas we hold true. But for the majority of our thoughts and feelings, they are simply based on our beliefs and perceptions not a real personal experience. It's true because you believe it to be. With the knowledge of how we truly are faith-based beings, I have decided to believe big. We live in a world controlled by limiting beliefs. You can only marry the same sex or you'll go to hell. You can only eat this. Death is traumatic. Sex is immoral. This religion is the only way to heaven the list goes on. But it's all just others' beliefs and faith projected onto us. And many of those beliefs are based in fear. It's funny because all humans truly want is to be loved and feel love. But we live such fear-based lives, scared of not feeling loved, we end up living out of our worst fears. So few of us truly live in love another biblical truth what you fear comes upon you we believe things because we are scared bad things will happen to us if we do not follow that belief but the truth of it is most of us do not have a cooking clue but the unknown is scary So we judge, we other, we set ourselves apart, we focus on money, we focus on detaching from intimacy, and we focus on fulfilling our unmet needs through egoic projections. I'm about to bust that though. (laughs) Fuck the egoic sense of security. We are so much more than these bodies. We are so much more than money. We have real purpose. We are transcendent beings. We are all a part of the same energy. God is within us and he is without of us, too. Let me explain. God is like white light. And the earth, mortality, is like a prism. Our souls choose to come from his spirit through that prism and enter into life. Because we are all uniquely and wonderfully made, we shine out as different colors. We come out as male and female, we come out as different skin colors, we come out as short, tall, speckled, and possibly with physical abnormalities. But we are all a part of the same source. Fear though, has made us other. We forget we are all here from the divine and with a purpose. Sometimes we let our our light dim so badly that we fade out altogether and go back to the white light. We can see that with people who get really sick and die. People have so othered, judged, so lived from a place of unconscious conditioning that their very bodies are failing. They have detached from their self-awareness. They no longer see their beliefs have controlled their biology. The body speaks to us what our conscious mind cannot hear. Pain is a voice, so is sickness. Yet many people die nowadays from their sickness because they have not healed their broken souls. We live in a world of disconnect. This is why we need to really eradicate the notion of othering. Your soul knows no sex, no color or time. It chooses to come back to this earth because we have not fulfilled our purpose before. And that is coming back to love. So we come back, maybe as a black man, maybe as a white woman. Who knows? But why? We have, but that's why we both have masculine and feminine energies. We've all been both. Our souls are a balance because we have experienced reality as other genders, as other energies before. And this brings me to choice. I believe we all have a choice in everything. I believe that before we come back through the prism of life and enter the world, we are a part of a white light of God's source creation. And we get to choose who we come back as. My soul chose my parents. I know this now. That's why I believe there's this commandment that God says, honor our father and our mother. Because in honoring them, we are honoring our sacred choice. We are honoring our destinies in this life. We are honoring our soul's purification through love. I believe I knew Schmeichs and Wulia, my parents, before I came here. And I chose them with a reason. And yes, in a way, I believe in a sort of divine reincarnation. Remember the phrase, Eternities written into the heart of man? Well, this is where I believe it comes from. There is life after death because there is life before birth and there is life and life that we cannot even fathom with our mortal minds. Just as we come from a source, so we will return and simply come back again. Answer me this. Have you ever met someone and just felt like you've known them for years? Like you cannot believe you ever lived without them? Or why it is that some people you walk past and you feel nothing at all, and others you're drawn to like a moth to the flame? There is no such thing as coincidence. Your soul knows them. You've loved them before. We come back from the source and we go back to it and we come back again, I believe when we die, we get to choose who we come back as. We can sit in a timeless eternity and watch the movie of life unfolding and see the souls we have once loved so dearly and choose a life that allows us to find them again. Bruce Lipton puts it perfectly in this analogy. Consider the human body as a television set. You're the image on the screen. But your image did not come from inside the television. Your identity is an environmental broadcast that was received via an antennae. One day you turn on the TV and the picture tube has blown out. Your first reaction would be, oh shit, the television is dead. But did the image die along with the television set? To answer that question, you get another television set, plug it in, turn it on, and turn it to the station that you were watching before the picture tube blew out. This exercise will demonstrate that the broadcast image is still in the air, even though your first television set died. The death of the television set as a receiver is in no way killed the identity broadcast that comes from the environment. In this analogy, the physical television is the equivalent to the cell. The TV's antenna, which downloads the broadcast, represents our full set of identifying receptors, and the broadcast represents an environmental signal. Because of our preoccupation with the material Newton world, we might at first assume that the cell's protein receptors are self. That would be the equivalent of believing that the TV's antennae is the source of the broadcast. The cell's receptors are not the source of its identity, but the vehicle of which the self is downloaded from the environment. When I fully understood this relationship, I realized my identity as self exists in the environment, whether my body is here or not. Just as the TV analogy, if, if my body dies in the future and a new individual or a biological television set is born who has the same exact set of identity receptors, that new individual will be downloading me. I will once again be present in the world. When my physical body dies, the broadcast still presents. My identity is a complex signature contained within a vast information that collectively comprises in the environment. After reading this, it all made sense to me. This idea opened my eyes to the concept of purpose and of life, and the purpose of life, which I believe is to love and find love, to seek God and his signs fully, to trust the process. So many times this life has thrown me major curveballs, and I've been smashed by them because I lost sight of my purpose. I lost sight because I was living in the unconscious ego mind. I was not self-aware. The more self-aware I become, the more I see the truth in all things. There's no such thing as death. We simply go back, and then we choose again. We choose ways and bodies and earthly lives that bring us close again to our loved ones, to our soulmates, those eternal souls who we meet again and again, the ones we come back and search for, the ones we so often find in the most inexplicable, weird and wonderful ways. In my journey I am realizing now who my soulmates are, the people who have come into my life and changed it forever. The ones who I've been deeply drawn to, who I would sacrifice all my worldly goods for. The ones who have made me realize why I'm alive. Now I can see my truth. I've been searching for them, and I'm sure there are more. This also made me realize why some people I do not click with at all, and others I have seriously missed the mark with. Since writing all this originally, I've expanded my ideas, my limiting beliefs, and my mind even further, and I am sure in future podcasts I will elaborate. For we see through a glass dimly is a Bible scripture which always holds true within me. When I experience the quantum realms now, it becomes more and more clear that we are a part of something bigger than ourselves. But the core of humanity, I believe, our purpose really is to come back to love and to energetically elevate. The earth is like a purification planet. Literally, if you study the earth, this is what she does. And for our souls, the same is true within us all. We come back in as pure souls into dying bodies with minds that are pre-programmed to be limited and spend our lives seeking purpose. I mean, what greater mission for a soul to awaken and to purify than to come through a mind and a body that are limited and dying and shine through into its fullest potential? But ask yourself, what are we all always seeking here? Love. We seek acceptance, purpose, happiness, connection, but all of those are byproducts of love. God is love. We are made in the image of God. And what is the opposite of love? Fear. Hate is love turned upside down. But fear is the true opposite. Fear brings separation. Love brings connection. So for me, our purpose here is to alchemize our fears into love. So we come back to faith, to our authentic truth. It is to come back to love, to awaken to love. So what I want to leave you with today is my thoughts I had yesterday, which have helped me expand my mindset around fear, faith, and coming back to the power of our beliefs. Bring to mind a situation you feel fear around. For instance, it could be a relationship with a family member or Fear of changing and elevating and losing people you love. Imagine facing the situation you're fearing the most without fear. How would it be different? How differently would you feel in it? In the quantum, all possibilities are available and playing out. They exist in a place outside the space-time continuum. The quantum lands and manifests in the physical through vibrational attraction. In a place where infinite possibilities are manifesting in the form of energy, it is our energy here on Earth that magnetizes tangible expressions of energy into life. What you fear comes upon you. This is not a threatening scripture, but more so one that opens space for a key inquiry into understanding the power of manifestation. When we open our limited perceptive minds to the understanding of infinite possibilities and we begin to comprehend our vibration as the gravitational pull to those possibilities, then we can use our intrinsic pull that comes in the form of our will, faith, and desire to magnetize a vibrational match to us. So I ask again, imagine facing the situation you fear the most without fear. How would it be different? How differently would you feel in it? In all this, seek love, choose love, lean into your fears, and remember, what you believe, you perceive. So what are you choosing to believe in, in this life? I love you. If you made it to the end of this episode, That means you're truly committed to rediscovering you, and I am so, so proud of you. If you wanna hear more, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss any. If you're feeling that, oh my God, Em, yes, I am so ready to rediscover myself and fall back in love with life, then babe, let's do this thing called life together. Head over to my website, mswain.com and book an appointment to begin your juicy, beautiful journey of rediscovery today. And then come over and join my ever-growing community on Instagram by following me at at mswain underscore coaching. I can't wait to connect. Until then, chat soon.